Hello and welcome back to the Perfectly Balanced podcast after my week off, which I definitely needed last week. I was feeling really optimistic in the morning on Sunday and I was thinking, do you know what, I could probably record an episode for my podcast and not have the week off, even though I'd given that expectation that I was going to have a week off. But you know, if you've had a drink, and I think you're when you wake up, sometimes you get lured into a false sense of like, you feel okay, but actually, you don't. Um, And I didn't even drink that much. I'm not a drinker at all. Anyone that knows me knows that I do not drink. Um, On the rare occasion, I will have the odd vodka diet coke, two if I'm feeling, you know, adventurous. But drinking for me just it's just not for me. I just don't like the way it makes me feel the next day for the next week. And I enjoy Diet Coke enough to not add vodka to it. Um, but last week I was on a Hindu, so you know, it was a bottomless brunch. So you can't exactly uh, not, I mean, I have been to bottomless brunches and not drank, but you know, this was a Hindu. So I had a few Proseccos, had a few vodka Diet Cokes and I felt horrendous. And I'm not going to lie, I'm only just starting to feel good today that's how much it's affected me. Um, And it really just shows you that if you have goals to reach, and you want to be the healthiest version of yourself, then alcohol is just it cannot be included. Now, I am someone that does not make my clients restrict anything. If you want a chocolate bar, you can have a chocolate bar. If you want a McDonald's, you can have a McDonald's. Even alcohol, I will try and get people to reduce um, their alcohol intake, definitely. But I'm going to say it here now. If you want to be the healthiest version of yourself, then do not drink alcohol. I've seen plenty of um, videos of like doctors and they've said that one of the worst things you can do for your health alongside smoking is drink. Um, I don't know the science behind it, but if it's good enough for doctors to say in a public forum, then it's good enough for me to be honest. Um, so yeah, that's that on alcohol. Today's episode is really off the cuff. I just thought about it this morning and I do tend to, I do, do have my best ideas off the cuff. I sometimes plan things out and then they don't end up as good as sometimes my off the cuff, um, ideas are. So I'm going to run with it. And I think it's just because it's getting darker now and getting up earlier is harder. And I know so many people want that goal of being able to get up earlier. And sometimes you either just don't know how or you put so much pressure on yourself to get up at a ridiculous time that you end up failing within the first couple of days. So if anyone's read Miracle Morning, um, I've never really quite got through the whole book, to be honest. But he um, talks about, you know, and I love the principles of getting up earlier and doing some stuff for you because it definitely makes a difference. But his um, ethos is getting up at 5am. And to go from like, you know, if you're someone that gets up at like seven half seven, and then to try and go to 5am is just it's not like it's not going to happen. Um, it might happen for the first couple of weeks. Motivation always helps. It helps drive people. 
but that when that motivation starts to dwindle then that's when things can get harder and then you might give up completely and then you'll go back to the 7 seven thirty lay-ins or not lay-ins but like awake times so it's all about trying to gradually get yourself up earlier so there's a, th- a few things you can do um for me this might not be possible for everyone but having an accountability person really helps. So if you're not in a position to meet someone, so my earliest morning is when I meet my two friends on a Thursday morning, we meet at half five. Um, I can't and haven't got out of that, got out at that time on my own. Again, mainly for, for safety reasons, I don't feel that comfortable walking um, out in the street at half five. Um, but after this podcast, um, if anyone wants to message me and wants, um, you know, accountability around getting up earlier, um, then feel free to message. And, you know, I would like to get up earlier than what I do at the moment. Um, and I do have a treadmill, so I could actually get up earlier, but I have two friends that I meet at half five and that's why I get up at half five on them days. Um, I also have a couple of other friends that I can walk with. Um, so occasionally we'll message each other and we'll meet at six. Six is like the, I could probably, I could get up at six myself. Um, like, well, just before six to go out for six, but having other people to meet up with really helps. Um, but if you, if you haven't got people to meet up with, um, you could try and find someone that wants to do this with you. So if you are a 7am waker and you want to get up at 6am, you could um, ask a friend if they want to as well. And you kind of just message each other um, on the mornings and make sure you're each other are up. Um, another way of easing yourself to get up earlier, um, again, which is a really good thing to do as we're coming into winter and I'm doing it myself, is just to try and get up a little bit earlier so for me at the minute where it's got dark, I would say quarter past six is the earliest I'm getting up to go out for a walk. But I would like to make that half five um, in the winter as well as the summer. Summer's obviously is so much easier. Um, and, you know, come down and do my steps on the treadmill until it gets light. Um, and I'll go into why in a minute. <clears throat> I want to get up at that time. But I'm not going to go from quarter past six to half five. So gradually over the next few weeks, I will just be trying to get myself up earlier. Ten past six, five past six, six, ten to six. You, if you just gradually do it every day, it it's not so much of a change. To go from seven to half five is is hard. But to go from seven and then gradually work your way back and then you get yourself to quarter to six. To get from quarter to six to half five is really not that hard. So that is my biggest tip with anything in life is to always do something gradually. Um, And that's the same if you wanted to give up alcohol, it's to decrease it gradually. Um, If you wanted to give up caffeine, it would be to decrease it gradually. If you wanted to eat healthier, it would be to increase your veggies um, slowly and slowly remove other things. And that is just like my motto in life. It's why I have called this podcast the perfectly balanced podcast, because it's just about doing things in the balanced way. And 
that is the most successful way. And I don't care what anyone says, it is. It is the most successful way you will do anything if you do it gradually. And that you have got the odd people, <clears throat> the exception to the rule, that will be able to do something um, like straight away, like go from 7 a.m. to 5 a.m. and they might keep it up. But nine times out of 10, that person might keep it up for three months and then give it up again. Um, all the habits that I've brought slowly into my life, I've kept, um, like walking every day. I just do it naturally now. And if I don't do it, it feels like I've not brushed my teeth. So um, they're the kind of two tips I would say about getting up earlier. Another one being having, like being organized, having your clothes ready. There's nothing worse. And I promise you, this is a thing because I'm just, I'm just telling you everything that all the mistakes that I've learned from. If I want to get up in the morning, if my clothes are not laid out for me, I'm not getting up early because the thought of having to go into the other room to go into my wardrobe and then I'm like worried about making noise is enough to keep me in bed. If I've got my leggings, my knickers, my sports bra, my t-shirt and my jumper laid out so I can grab, scoop it up and go in the bathroom and my socks, if I didn't say socks, if that is there, I will 99% probably get up. If there's any item of clothing missing from that, if I've forgotten my knickers and I think, oh crap, I've got to go in the other room, it will it will stall me, it will delay me. And if not, it might keep me in bed. So it is really important that you have your clothes ready to go in the morning because from a mindset perspective, even if you haven't got people that you might be waking up, from a mindset perspective, it's just something that you don't have to think about. Um, and it's something that you haven't, it's like an extra bit of effort that you don't have to put in to getting up. Um, one thing I haven't tried, but I'll share it because I'm always about sharing tips. Um, Mel Robbins um, is amazing. She's got a podcast. Um, she has a book called The Five Second Rule. Haven't read it myself, but I know that one of her methods is if you want to do some something, you say five, four, three, two, one, and you just do it. So um, if you're in a TikTok hole and you're scrolling and scrolling and you want to stop, you say to yourself, five, four, three, two, one, and you just get up. Um, and it's the same in the morning. Instead of snoozing your alarm, snoozing your alarm, you go five, four, three, two, one, and just get up. And you don't even think about it, you just get up. Apparently it really works. I haven't tried it myself, so I can't say if it does or not, but we'll we'll run with it. I could try it myself. Um, and then something that I'm working on, so I'll share it on my Instagram. Um, it's something that I'm finding really hard. Um, so... I'd love to bring you all along because if you want to get up earlier, you should go to bed earlier. Let's be honest. Um, I am one of these people that can go to bed at 11, even quarter past 11 and still get up at half five if I'm meeting my friends um, or even get up at like half six to be honest, to go for a walk if I've gone to bed at 11, but it's not enough. And I struggle. I, this morning, I went to bed really early last night, probably before 10 o'clock. And I woke up, well, my little boy got in bed with me this morning at half four um, and I had a really, really bad headache. Um, so I went downstairs to take some tablets, come back up. By the time I'd finished that, it was quarter to five. I could have got up because I'd gone to bed before 10. So if I hadn't have had such a bad headache where I needed to go back to sleep to try and get rid of it and let the tablets kick in, I could have got up at quarter to five, come downstairs, got the treadmill out. I could have done some journaling, meditation, could have even got some work done. And that's because I went to bed before 10 o'clock. Um, and that's because I had a really nice routine last night. So creating a night to, nighttime routine 
is really, really important, but I'm not going to preach as if I do it because I don't. I would say probably once or twice a week, I will have a really lovely evening routine and I'll go to bed earlier. Um, all the other nights I'm in a, you know, Instagram scrolling hole and TikTok scrolling hole and I'm scrolling till half 10 at night. But getting yourself a nice root- night time routine. So whether that's, you know, having dinner, if you've got kids, putting the kids to bed, um, having a nice um, cup of some sort of herbal tea. So did I have one last night? I don't think I had one last night, but some most of the time I'll have a chamomile tea to try and like wind down. Um, and for me, lighting a candle, putting my phone down and getting a book is probably the ultimate way of getting me to sleep early. If I got into bed at nine o'clock and started reading, by half nine I would be asleep. There's something about reading, and I know it's the same for a lot of people, um, the minute they start reading, they want to go to sleep. The minute you start scrolling, and, and I'm proof of this, you can be scrolling till 11 o'clock. But if I'd have got in bed and read my book, I would have been asleep by half nine. It's so weird because, you know, I've done the same amount during the day, but why am I not tired if I'm on my phone? It's because, you know, the phone is a source of, you know, sometimes anxiety. Like you might see things on TikTok that, you know, scare you, like from, you know, like the news or like things that are going on in the world, like the cost of living crisis. You start thinking about that. You know, you might feel excited for something if you see something that you like that you want. I don't know. Sometimes I'll see like someone with an outfit that I want on. So I get excited. I go on the website. I try and buy it. And then you've got all that adrenaline. Um, So it's just not good to be on your phone. But I understand it's not um, it's my alarm going off. This is my life. Um, setting alarms to remember things. Um, I understand it is not easy to stop scrolling at all. Um, so again, it's about just trying to create that gradualness of a routine. So for me, setting a goal of not having my phone maybe from half nine at night. And even if I'm not reading a book, I can watch the telly maybe. Like I never watch anything on telly that's too um, exciting as such. Um, you know, putting friends on, just on in the background, a feel-good film just to like help you get off if you need it or reading um and gradually getting that time down and the time you get to bed down so again it's not about going from a half 11 um bedtime to 10 10 p.m it's about gradually getting earlier and i do this myself um this week in itself i've <clears throat> got to bed before 11 o'clock every night um i think i've been to bed every single night this week apart from maybe one night actually, um, before half 10, by half 10, I was asleep. And that's a real big thing for me. Um, and it's just about working on it. And in turn, obviously, the earlier you get to bed, the easier it is to get up in the morning, because you've had more sleep. Um, so all these little things um, factor in to be able to get up early. <clears throat> now, you might have listened to this whole podcast and thought, but why do I need to get up early? Why are you telling me to get up early? I'm telling you now, getting up early changes your life. And Dr. Alex, do you remember Dr. Alex from Love Island? He has got a TikTok um, account. He's also got Instagram, but I I don't think I saw this video on his Instagram. But he did a video the other day that I already knew the concept, but it just reminded me 
um, and it really got me up for a walk one day as well, I've got to say. The first hour of your day is the most important. And it really is. And again, I'm living proof of this. One day this week, I didn't get up and go for a walk. Um, I can't remember what day it was. But I thought to myself, I'll go later. Because I work from home. So I'm quite flexible in that I can, you know, go for a lunchtime walk, or I could go for a walk after work. Um, I sometimes drive to my son's school, walk back, then walk back to get him and then drive home so he doesn't have to walk. Because God forbid a four-year-old walk, by the way, um, never heard so much moaning. Um, <clears throat> and on that day, I was in a particularly bad mood. Not bad, bad mood, but you know when you just feel like, mm, you don't feel like yourself. Then the next, I think I saw that video that day of where he said the first hour of your day is really important. Um, the next day that was stuck in my head, I got up for a walk and I cannot tell you how much I was bouncing around the house that day. Like it makes such a difference. And I'm not telling you that you have to get up and exercise, but I've got to say getting up and getting out for a walk, walking on the treadmill, doing something is definitely going to put a spring in your step, but just getting up that little bit earlier and getting something done. Um, you know, having some time to yourself, if you do have kids and I do understand that, I mean, my child usually gets up with me. So it's not as if I get any time to myself, by the way. Like if I was to, um, I do sometimes pretend that I'm going out for a walk. If I'm coming down to do something, I'll say to him, I'm going to the gym or I'm going out for a walk when I'm actually coming downstairs. Especially if I'm going to use a treadmill because um, he'll be downstairs with me. So I just want some time to myself. So I kind of lie. Um, we won't tell him that. Um, so I do understand if you're thinking, well, Sarah, I could get up an hour earlier. My kids would still get up with me or my kid gets up at 5am. What do you want me to get up at 4am? No. But what do you do in that time? If your child wakes up at five, do you lay in bed with them and watch telly? Um, do you come downstairs and watch telly with them? You know, doze on the sofa. That first hour of your morning is going to set you up for the whole day. So whether you get up and walk, do a Pilates workout inside, um, something is gonna it's gonna make it more positive. So if you're not if you're not an exercise person in the morning, um, it's consuming some positive content. So um, it could be reading a book, you know, a positive book, a self help book, um, you know, educating yourself, or even just a normal book that's gonna put you in a good mood. Journaling, um, you know, writing down your thoughts is proven to be so good for you. Um, even just sorting your life out in that morning. One of my clients started getting up earlier. I can't remember why she started getting up earlier, actually. Um, if you, Emma, if you listen to this, remind me why you were getting up earlier. Um, but she started getting up earlier and it was like life-changing for her because she, I think she was meal planning or planning the week for the, for the family. And she said she just felt so much better. Because when you get up a little bit earlier, you do feel like you've just got more, you've got more time in the day to get stuff done. Um, so whether you get up earlier in the morning and have a tidy up, um, whether you get up earlier in the morning and sort of cupboard out, it's going to be beneficial. Um, and I know you could do these things late at night, um, but doing these things late at night doesn't really allow for you to go into a nice relaxing sleep. I know for me, I've definitely like at half 10 at night thought, do you know what, I'm going to sort my wardrobe out. Um, and, you know, you start sorting your wardrobe out, you get like all buzzy, buzzy. 
um, and then you get in bed at like half 11 and then you can't sleep because you're all buzzed from like sorting your wardrobe out and oh, I'm going to sell that on Vinted. If you do, if I'd have done that in the morning, got up at half five, half six, sorted my wardrobe out, I'd be buzzy, buzzy all for the day. And then that's good because then that leaks into your day. You have a positive day that shows in your work, that shows in your relationships with friends. Um, and after you've listened to this podcast, you might think, nah, I'm just going to stick with my normal routine. And that's absolutely fine because there are so many people that are more productive at night. And from reading things like the Miracle Morning and, you know, watching TikToks where people have like given advice on how to get up earlier, you do get them people in the comments like, well, I don't like getting up earlier. I perform better at night. And that's absolutely fine. Um, But I'm just sharing, obviously, what works for me um, and what I think works for my clients. And if this can help anyone, if it can help one person um, improve their day, then, you know, this podcast was worth recording. So... If you have TikTok, go to Dr. Alex's page and see if you can find that video. His morning routine, getting up an hour earlier, didn't even involve exercise. So I think he got up at half six, he had a shower, and then he blasted blasted himself with cold water because that's supposed to be amazing for you. Um, He did some journaling. Um, I can't remember what else he did. Um, And then at half seven, so after having that hour to himself and, you know, putting himself in a good mood, Um, he then went and did his exercise at half seven so it's not as if you have to get up straight away and exercise but for me I personally love to just get up and go and do something um I get too hungry as well (laughs) if I get if I got up at half five till half six and just potted around and then expected to exercise at half six I would be too hungry and my body wouldn't allow me to go and do something so I have to get up and then like do something before my body realizes that I'm awake and I'm really really hungry so I hope this podcast has been interesting as always everything is my own opinion my own research you don't have to listen to it um it's not medical advice it's just all everything that I have learned um so I hope you have enjoyed um please rate subscribe yeah so you can I think on Spotify you can I mean I should know by now shouldn't I um I really do need to look into it I think you can rate five stars. You can leave comments. Um, I know I got a comment yesterday, actually, but it was from six days ago. So it shows how good I am with technology um, where someone commented on the podcast. But it it helps um, pull me up the ranks, I think, when you rate it. Um, And I am working on putting it on other platforms because a few of my friends haven't even got Spotify. So, um, yeah, I'm working on getting it on the other platforms. But as you probably know by now, technology is not my friend. Um, me and technology, we, we don't get on, so but we're trying to work on that relationship. So I hope you have a lovely day. It is Monday morning by the time you listen to this. I put it out at 6 a.m. So even on a Monday morning, you could set your alarm to listen to this at 6 a.m. And that be your boost of positivity and motivation because um, I will always have positive podcasts. I'll never, um, I'll try never to be a Debbie Downer in any of these podcasts. So yeah. Have a lovely week um, and yeah, see you next week.